0: You are Locked On Twins, your daily Minnesota Twins podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
1: And welcome to the Lockdown Minnesota Twins podcast. Today is Monday, March 29th, and I'm your gracious host, Nash Walker. It's opening day week. Very exciting. I'm going to lead you into part two of my conversation with Cooper Carlson. Today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. Go to builtbar.com and use promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off your next order. There's a lot to get to this week. Randy Domnak was extended. I think it was a really good... Extension for the Twins and life-changing money for Dobber What a story he's been for them. We'll talk about that Tuesday and also roster projections as we look toward opening day. Thursday, I'll be in Milwaukee again. Uh, we'll have some fun with content at Lockdown Twins on Twitter and at Nashwalker9. But enjoy this conversation with Cooper Carlson. I think you'll enjoy it. Thanks for listening. Let's talk about Max a little bit. Is having like a historically bad spring. I think oh Tom tweeted he hasn't been on base in 27 plate appearances uh what's your concern level with max going into april 1st it's like i because i hate to take spring training. i've been a believer
0: in max since his career started but suddenly my panic level for him is very high he last season was bad he couldn't Mm -hmm. hit lefties for anything suddenly he's right back at it in spring and continues to hit nothing it's not like, like his whole season last year was bad. Now he comes back in and he's just not improving. We've seen guys this spring that look good, for example, like Byron Buxton, you know, guys that just come in and look much better. But right now, Max is just on the opposite end of that spectrum. And wow, it's it's nerve-wracking for sure.
1: Well, you just see he's getting just killed by the shift. Like, yeah, oh, that's fair too. everything is to the right side. And he's such a pull-heavy hitter. And I know he said this offseason, like, I'm hoping to hit more line drives. And I think the reason he's trying to do that is because he's sick of just grounding out into the shift or, you know, popping out into the shift. But the first game first game in 2020 was pretty good for him. Two homers off uh, Lucas. Right. Hey, and I home. was watching
0: that today, actually. <laughs> right. Yeah. I just, like, that yeah. was
1: so fun. But after that point, 223 hit 319 on base, slugged 404. Just more center field numbers than a right fielder. Uh, we know his defense is great out there. I, again, I don't want to buy too much into the spring training either, but when it's extreme, I think it's worth mentioning. You know, when it's an extreme right. extreme performance, either way, I think even if it is the tiny sample – and what we're seeing with him is just – the Twins said it's a little bit of bad luck. I don't know, man. Like, I'm watching all his at-bats. He's he's not hitting the ball hard. And yeah, honestly, man, to me, like, yeah, it just doesn't look like he's putting together great at-bats. He, he'll walk a lot and he's a good contact hitter. And I think, you know, I think he'll, he should be back in the 325, 330 on base range. But it's just going to be that left handed pitching for me. And that's what it comes back to. Are you going to be able to hit lefties consistently? Because otherwise, he's a platoon guy. And we talked about that. That saps his value ridiculously if he can only hit right handed pitching. Last year he was great against righties. And you mentioned single digit WRC plus against lefties, <laughs> which is, uh, which Unbelievable. Is not encouraging. But what is encouraging is today, Trevor Larnick, little home run opposite field. And I mean, I think he wants Kepler's job. Uh, yeah, I mean, it,
0: the job probably looks open right now, right? Like they're probably going, hey, <laughs> there's a, you know, potentially in the next couple of years, if this keeps up, I've got a spot. So I don't blame him.
1: Well, Kepler also, it's worth mentioning, uh, the Twins love him. We know Oh, that. yeah, the absolutely. Twins fans love him. Uh, he's a special part of the team, I think for sure, and I don't think his. I think people are saying his job's in jeopardy. That's. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think that that's true. I think that he does provide a lot of value. It's just about getting him right. It's just about getting him tuned up and ready to go. Now, do I think he'll ever take that? Our buddy Teddy Shoresler Christian Yelich leap. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know now. You know, after 2019, I wanted to believe it, but right. uh, you know, his time may have passed. Yeah. Right. He's just got to become more of a complete hitter. But, uh, you know, he's become
0: 2019 him and he's yeah.
1: Going. Oh God. Yeah. If we got that version again, that would be unbelievable. Right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, 28 now. So we'll see what he looks like in 2021, but I'm excited. I'm excited about a lot of these guys, man. And maybe chief among them is Jorge Polacco. Who's just looked tremendous this spring. What are you expecting from Polo? Yeah. So I
0: was very down on him as the season progressed last year. And I'm hoping the move to second base can provide him kind of stability and like, you know, more focus, I guess. Cause shortstop was never really a spot. We saw it. I mm-hmm. mean, in the last play he made a shortstop in the playoffs. It just, it's, it's tough. Like his bats, can it come alive? We know he de- dealt with injuries and first half of 2019 really gave us like a fluke of what to expect from him, but I expect, m- well, much better than he was last year for sure. Just him to be a stable presence in the lineup and, OPS around 800 and just, yeah, just yep. nothing crazy. But, but that would be huge. Guy.
1: That would be huge if he yeah. was sitting around 800 OPS from second base as a switch hitter in the middle of Absolutely. the lineup. Yeah, that's big. But going into opening day, Cooper, like what's the highest you would bat him in the order? Highest. Um, I against don't want right. he's yeah. much better against righties than left. Right.
0: So he's always just kind of hit second for the last few years. I don't want him up there anymore. Highest, I I I love him in like the eighth spot, but highest I guess sixth. <laughs> I do. He's been, not, he's not been
1: hitting well. cleanup a lot. He's I been hitting a lot.
0: I get that too. The cleanup hitters really, really just changed completely from what it used to be. Yeah.
1: So what do you it. think about what do you think about Kepler, Donaldson, Cruz, Polanco against a righty?
0: Two of those four players I didn't trust at all last year. But hey, and Donaldson yeah. was hurt the whole time. But yeah. <laughs> but you know, I mean, that's Kepler you think Kepler's leading off? Like, you yeah. yeah I don't
1: team. know. I, I think that's now the biggest question. The biggest question right. before was, is Alex Kirilov going to be in this lineup? But right. I think yeah. now it becomes, if Luis Horizon in left field, is he leading off? I, I just think Rocco loves Max leading off so yeah. much, and especially now with him struggling so so badly in the spring. I think they want him to be as comfortable as possible, and he's comfortable hitting leadoff. Like he's, he's the leadoff hitter, has been for two years now. So I think you could see that. There's something about a rise also. I mean, anywhere you bat Arise, I'd probably be happy, you know, other than, like, ninth. Even ninth, like, just to roll that lineup over with him is, is special. But I, there's something about having him, like, fifth or sixth, like, in between Sano and Buxton as just such an on-base threat where he can get on for those big boppers or Garver, whoever it might be. And also he splits up the righties down in the in the lineup. I, I like him hitting fifth and sixth. I also like him leading off. Like, a rise Donaldson one-two two of the best on base guys in the league hitting first and second is never a bad thing with Nelson Cruz hitting third. I think that's a, a nice combination too, but yeah, I don't know. I th- I think I would expect Kepler to lead off on opening day, but right now he's an automatic out in, in spring training. Right. And I don't want to see any more rollers to the right side. We'll see a lot of them this year, but that's because we're getting 162. How excited are you that we're getting a full season? Betonline.ag is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports needs. You know, football might be over, but the NBA, college, basketball, and the NHL are in full swing. Bet Online even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. There are real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. Betonline has you covered for all the news scores and odds. It's the best way to place your bets and it's free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus. On your first deposit, BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Again, use promo code LOCKEDON. Yeah, and football is over, but listen, March Madness is one of the best times of the year to play and to bet. And BetOnline.ag has a really easy-to-use platform. It's easy to navigate, and you can bet on futures for Major League Baseball, too. If you think the Twins are going to win the the Central, if you think the Twins are going to win the World Series, you can bet on both those things. If you think Josh Donaldson is going to win MVP, you can bet on that, too. Use promo code LOCKEDON at BetOnline.ag.
0: Yeah, I'm super excited just to get back to it. I mean, last year was – it was tough to watch. It was It was was just a weird thing that we'll hopefully never get again, but I'm very excited just to kind of get back to it. Fans in the stands, not full, of course, but, yeah, it'll just be nice to get kind of back to that environment that we're used to.
1: And this team is built to win 162. Like we said, this team is built to win over the long haul, over a six-month grind. We saw them do it in 2019. I mean, they did it with firepower, but they also did it with having guys like Jonathan Scope and and Marwin and those guys in the second half on the bench was really valuable. Marwin, is, Marwin was good in 2019. You know, he's a good bench player. He's really bad in 2020. But they had guys – they had the depth also in 2019 that helped them a ton that I think was overlooked. But they had Marwin come off the bench. I think Marwin hit close to 20 homers in 2019 too. Like they had guys coming off the bench who could play. And then they pulled up Luis Horizon and Scopey's all of a sudden on the bench and he can platoon against lefties. Now he's hitting third for the Tigers. Like they they had depth on that team too and it helped them win 101. But I think something that's so important, Cooper, they got to beat the bad teams in 2021. It's just something they didn't do in the shortened season. Um I, I think that that's one of the keys for the Twins' success in 2021 is they're still going to play a lot of bad teams. They're going to play the Tigers 19 times. They're going to play Kansas City 19 times. They're going to play a lot of teams that aren't going to win a lot of ballgames. You can't split with Kansas City. You can't split with Detroit. Uh, what do you think is another key for them throughout this 162-game this grind? Right. So you mentioned,
0: obviously, they've got to beat those teams. But just it's like taking advantage, I guess, of the rotation at the moment, like it's it's good enough to get you wins. Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't have that star power, but the, the lineup has to improve. We mentioned like the pitchers in the rotation will be good enough to win you a lot of your games, you know, but so they've just got mm-hmm. to take full advantage of that and just not score two runs a game and just rely on the starting pitching and bullpen to hold it down the whole time.
1: I agree. Just I, I I agree. Like take advantage of the health right now too. Again, knock on wood. Exactly. Like, take Absolutely. take advantage of the health that they have, the depth that they do have. That that's ready you guys. They have ready to go in case of injury. But take advantage of the health. Like win games when you got this lineup, and also win games with a light April, with a, a month where their toughest series is the opening series in Milwaukee per Pecota standings projections. And I think we we all feel that the Twins are better than the Brewers this year. So that kind of gives you perspective on how light this first month is. I would say just come out of the gate and get going like they did in 2019, starting 40 and 18. If they could do something like that this year and kind of just bury teams right away, and also with the White Sox uncertain if one of their best hitters is going to be there you know, in the first couple weeks or not, this is the time, I think, right out of the gate, you bury teams. You come out hard. It's easy to say, but Look at kind of like they did in nineteen, right? That's what I'm saying. Like, look, look yeah. what happened in 2019. So much of their success in 2019 was that start, right? And we saw like Jorge Polanco in the first half was otherworldly, starting right. the All Star game at shortstop. Yeah. Uh, the start was everything for that team. That's I think it's important again in 2021.
0: Yeah, I couldn't be more with you. It's like you mentioned, you got to beat the bad teams, and they play a ton of them. Yep. and they, you know, last year they played only the Central divisions, which name weaker divisions it's hard to find and so yeah it still they still got yeah the bad teams they gotta beat them april shouldn't be bad the brewers are the brewers are a weird team man like they've got they've got some players but yelich mm-hmm. was bad last year they've got some starters woodruff it's just i don't know what to think of them right now but
1: yeah, yeah i think like, they got you yeah. know the twins are gonna see burns and woodruff and, and burns was so good last year and he throws guy yeah, he's right. nice yeah he's nice but We'll see what ends up happening there. Jake he not going to start on opening day or on the opening day roster for the Astros. He's still ramping up, which I yep, think that's right. um, is interesting. But I want to get your five playoff teams. I'm writing mine down here. Uh, three division winners. I will go your Minnesota Twins by uh, three or four games, three, four, or five potentially in that range. I think the Yankees win the East, and I think, unfortunately, the Astros will win the West. I wish the Angels did more. If the Angels just, like, if they traded for Castillo, which is easy to say, or if they just, I mean, even Bauer, if they did something like that with a starter, I would feel so much better about them and about predicting that they can win this division. It's a pretty open division. The West, but I'm right. still gonna go with the Astros. They have guys who've been there. And they know how to get it done. Unfortunately, I'll I'll take the Astros there. I think the wild cards are super fascinating, especially if you just kind of pencil in the White Sox for one of those spots, considering how weak the the Central will be, I think again. And I think the the Royals will be better for sure. And I don't know if the Tigers will be the 2019 Tigers, but I think we all expect them to be bad again. But that second wild card spot, you got the Blue Jays, you got the Rays, you got the A's, you know, potentially the Angels could be in the run if they, if they pitch well and Shohei Otani is himself for a full season. But I'm going to go with the uh, – oh, God, it's tough because the Jays have a ton of injuries now too in their rotation. <laughs> yeah, I, like, yeah. I love the Jays lineup. Me too, man. But they have, uh, they have a lot of injuries. I'll go with the Rays. I know it's like an easy pick, but <laughs> I, I think that they, they know how to do it too. Like I'll take the proven yep, winner. Yeah, they've been there. Yeah, so, so if if, I'll go with those five: Twins, Yankees, Astros, Wild Card game, White Sox, Rays.
0: Man, I want to be. I want to kind of switch it up a little, but it's hard. Like the three division winners are seemingly locked. Like I've New York, I've got for sure the Yankees. Yeah, Astros, absolutely. Who's competing with them? The Angels made like maybe if I don't know, did, I thought
1: the A's had the worst off season in all of baseball. Yeah, they were. It so was bad terrible off seasons.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think Picota has my like eighty-one wins all of a sudden. So yeah, it's not looking good. Like I think the two division locks are Houston and New York. And then as we mentioned, we both think the twins are going to win it in the central. So I, I I don't want to agree with you completely here, but I do. But as for the wild card, Chicago, I'm really, I'm low on man. Like I don't, right, I, <laughs> I am hear that. <laughs> I, I like we've mentioned it. You've only made me lower on them too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to go. I had, it was recently Chicago and Toronto, but now i have I'm gonna go angels. Angels for the second.
1: I, like I don't I'm even going know what's Thank you, Built Bar, for sponsoring today's episode of Locked On Twins. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. I think Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar I've ever had, and I'm skeptical about protein bars, certainly. But Built Bars really are delicious. Plus, right now you can find out which Built Bar is the best. Built Bar caramel brownie versus coconut brownie chunk in a huge matchup today. You can go to builtbar.com. And go find out which built bar is the best. You can also use promo code LOCKED15. You'll get 15% off your next order at builtbar.com. Again, these built bars are delicious. These built bars are healthy. They're great for the health conscious guy. Low sugar, low calories, you know, net carbs very low. It's just a winner all around. So go to builtbar.com, find out which built bar is the best, and use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order of your favorite built bars. Uh, thank you, Bill Bar, again, for sponsoring Locked On Twins and sponsoring the Locked On Podcast Network. Go to BiltBar.com today. Well, you look at the Angels. Now they got Shohei who's going to throw, and he looks really good this spring. Bundy was awesome last year. That's right. Indra Heaney's okay. They got, it's okay, you know, and if Trout's Trout, and he will be, and Rendon's Rendon, and they got a, David Fletcher's good. I think they'll be good, especially with the Mariners and the Rangers just bottom-feeding out there. I yeah. like that. I I'll stick that. with Toronto for my second spot. I've liked okay. them.
0: I've liked okay. them. Injuries, okay. yeah, but I'm I'm gonna roll with it. I love their lineup. Me too. It's so they're just nasty. fun, man.
1: Yeah. Sounds like Springer's gonna miss the beginning of the year, which right. sucks. Um, this is a bad time of year to get hurt. This is like the worst time to get hurt. Uh right. other Absolutely. than like at the end of the year. But <laughs> yeah, it's not fun for fans to see that the big offseason signing Springer's gonna be out. Uh, more predictions from you, Cooper. Let's get your Twins MVP and your Twins Cy Young. Ooh, okay. Twins Cy Young. You know, I'm going Barrios. He's been the guy.
0: I, uh, it's not my. I think Burrios oh not that my head is going to fall off. I think Barrios is finally going to rise up, which I've said those exact words probably every year for, what, five years now? But, <laughs> hey, I think he's finally going to take that next step and at least be the Twins, you know, Cy Young. As for MVP, tough. that is tough. After this, I want want to know who's your Twins face of the franchise at the moment. But right now, I'll pick – if Buxton stays healthy, he's a lock. Yeah. Cruz doesn't play in the field, but his offense does enough. Man, Donaldson, if he's healthy. I'm Bayard Buxton, man. I got to go Buxton. If he plays 120 games, yeah, it's got to be him.
1: I want Buxton too. That's a good question about the face. Definitely because we've been discussing it
0: about MLB with Tatis signing Mm -hmm. that contract. So I was wondering who's for the Twins.
1: I mean, I think it's Nelly. Yeah, I so-so. think, it's, I think it's Ben Nelly. Yeah. I mean, it's gonna be, it's gonna change quickly though because right. we'll see what happens after this year with him. In two years, who do you think it is? Oh, it's a good question. It's I, I don't know. If Ben Buxton and he can stay healthy, it's gonna be yeah. like very yeah. Yeah. easily will be him. Um, yeah. I think Donaldson is more of like a complimentary piece. Like he was in Toronto. Like I saw Bautista and Edwin and like Jose Reyes. Like I he can just be feeling, yeah. Yeah, he's more of like a complimentary. He can be, but I think he's more complimentary, um, especially because he'll be on the back half of that four-year deal. But I think if they extend Buxton, and that's a big if, like he's got two years left, I think he'll be the guy. And actually, I think those two work in tandem because if he's not healthy, I don't think he's going to get extended. And if he is healthy and he gets extended, I think he'll easily be an MVP candidate. I'm also going with Buxton for my MVP, but who would you say is the face?
0: Yeah, oh, man, that's tough. Buxton, just because of his athleticism, is up there. Like he's a, he's marketable. You know, he's you can put yeah. him on the social media stuff. I'd probably go him just because if you see a Twins highlight in the middle of the season, it's probably Byron Buxton running. You know, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. Cruz is there and he's but he's he's aging and you know he's been on many many teams. Buxton's grown up. You know, he's been with the Twins for his career, so he's kind of home homegrown. Would you say last year that it was Rosario? Like around around not in Minnesota but around the league.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think in recent years, when you see, like, you always look at the you're talking about the graphics. It's like, who do you yeah, see on the yeah, graphics? Exactly. When, when we were in the, when the twins were in the, we when the twins were in the playoffs and they were playing the Yankees two years ago, it was Nelly on everything. And Yeah, that's fair. But, but you do see it during the regular season. It's Eddie. It is. It is Eddie a lot. I want to ask you too. Could it be Luis Arise if he has a couple more big years? Like if he plays 120, 130 games this year and, um hits 330 and his on base percentage is close to 400 again and he's got energy too like he's a he's a jitterbug could he potentially become the face yes only if he's in like the top
0: three for batting average because that'll be what people look at if he's in like if he's <laughs> like well it, it'll like yeah he because he, he doesn't hit the home runs he's got if he finishes like 12 right, and that and then does his little thing when he gets a ball in the batting box it will be like all right that's fun but mm-hmm. you know he's nothing crazy good but yeah, if he finishes like third in batting average and he's having all the energy in the world in the batters box, yeah. absolutely I think he can be at least in the conversation for it.
1: That's what's so exciting about Buxton's power. Right? Sure too. like he's <laughs> now he's five tool almost, you know. Oh my god. Yeah. He can defend at such a high level, he can run, he's he's bigger, he's stronger, he can hit the ball out of the park, he can he can beat you in a lot of ways. Uh he's just massively important, but it's nice to see that he hasn't been great at the plate, but you've seen the, that's the thing. Like you see splashes, you can see highlights of who's great, you know, and you can see the twins core players. You can see them have high, like Nelly hitting the ball, 430 feet. You can see that he still has, like, he still has it in him. You know what I mean? Buxton, you see these highlights. We haven't seen that at all with Max. And so that's why we talk about him. Cause we're like, I haven't seen anything good out of Max. Um, he's got a couple singles, but you want to see, even if they have a poor spring, like Buxton is having at the plate, I think he's hitting under 200 as well. Right. He's it's just like, electric. Right. You want to see like what he did today where he has a standup triple and he beats out multiple ground balls to first base. You want to see things like that because it just – it gives you hope that they'll be ready to go. Mm-hmm. I'm excited for the year, Cooper. I think it's going to be fun. Uh, on record saying the White Sox will miss the playoffs. I love that. <laughs> um, <laughs> I hope you're right. I think that would be super funny. Um, but thanks for coming on brother where can people find you on twitter and your podcast and everything else you're doing i know you're doing a lot of uh sports now you're on the wolfie train and bikes and
0: everything right right so we switch it up we used to do just twins but me and andrew you can find it coop and Jabo podcast spotify apple wherever you want we've switched to just doing twins vikings wolves and a touch of wild we're not very good at wild yet but we're getting there but yeah we've switched to all four sports just because it's it's more enjoyable more things to talk about at least you know for, for us sure. Yeah, like sure. yeah, at Coop Carlson there and yeah, you can find me. That's oh, that's it So thanks for coming man.
1: Yeah, man. Thanks for coming on. You come on again soon? Absolutely. All right. We'll talk twins uh after they get going here. It's gonna be exciting and uh we both project them to win the division again for a third straight year, but guess what? They gotta win in the playoffs. Thanks for listening <laughs> to Locked On Twins with me and Cooper, and he'll be back soon and I will be back uh with you either next week if this is posted Friday or tomorrow, if this is posted Wednesday or Thursday.